On November 1st, every year, All Saints Day, we honor saints who influence the history of the worldwide church and who continue to be our spiritual companions. Saints like St. Francis, Julian of Norwich, and Mother Teresa. But today, for All Souls Day, we remember ordinary saints, though that term seems to be a misnomer because there isn't anything ordinary about any of us. You will hear the names of our ordinary saints this morning, those whom we've loved and lost, knowing full well that in some mysterious way they continue to abide with us. Their life still touches our own life in very real, personal ways. Perhaps you don't know the person we will name, but if you know the member of our congregation who put their loved one on the list, then they are connected to you also. Their life lives on through your friends here. They are all within Trinity's circle of saints. If you didn't put your own loved one on the official list, then the one you are thinking about right now. They are also a member of Trinity's Communion of Saints. Your remembering welcomes them into our family. Frederick Beekner has described two ways that we remember. One is to make an excursion from the living present back into the dead past, possibly getting stuck there. The other way is to summon the dead past back into the living present. Beekner likes likens the second way, bringing the past into the living present, to when Jesus said, Do this in remembrance of me. Do this. Requires an intentional, specific action on our part. Do this. In remembrance of me requires an openness to our God-given imagination to pay attention, to allow a connection, to know and feel God's presence. As mysterious as it seems, we can know and feel the Spirit's presence. Just as Christ continues to stand beside us, before us, behind us, above us, beneath us, within us, so do all those ordinary saints. Their lived experiences continue to connect with our ongoing lived experiences as a community. And on this All Souls Day, our remembrance focuses on the hope of the resurrection for the souls we remember, and the hope of our own daily resurrections. I love the way that today we are remembering that every one of our connections has shaped us as individuals, as a community. And I wonder what this critical and communal remembering, while being alive, in this particular time and place, might be calling us to pay attention to and do together.
It seems to me that the late poet Mary Oliver is a patron saint of paying attention and being open to our imagination because she taught us to not take any interactions for granted. From her poem, Sometimes, she writes, Instructions for Living a Life. Pay attention. Be astonished. Tell about it. Tell about it. In 2005, both my parents died, and at Christmas that year, I didn't know what to do with myself. In 56 years, I had never missed a single year being with mother and dad on Christmas, through sleet and snow many times, and one year even brought my strip throat with me. On Christmas Day in 2005, I chose to come to Trinity for the Christmas Day service, my first time ever at Trinity. I came because my home church didn't have a Christmas Day service, and I came yearning for Holy Communion. I remember three things about that service. I remember that instead of listening to the sermon, I was having flashbacks to the most intimate moments I had had with my parents. I remember my eyes focused on the altar. And when I left the communion rail unsteady and moved to tears, Someone reached out their hand to guide me down the steps. I remember that as I was leaving the church, someone said, Merry Christmas to me. And I said, Merry Christmas back and meant it. In 2016, the very moment Bishop Benfield told me my first assignment as a deacon was going to be at Trinity, it was the Christmas day in 2005 and all that it represents to me that was summoned into the present. And again today, when I will hear my parents' names spoken aloud from our All Souls list, it always, always makes me wonder what I'll hear this time that I didn't catch the last time or that I wasn't ready to hear then. Here is one thing I now know. When I was silently sitting with my dad day and night just before he died, I was telling him without words everything I hadn't been able to say because we were two people inept at intimate, hard conversations even if we never, ever shied away from each other's loving embrace. My sermon today gives words to Dad's presence and one of my own little resurrection stories that has his blessing. There was a time I wouldn't have shared this with Dad, much less anyone else. I'm grateful for the opportunity to share it now. It makes me wonder if what we don't know, what we don't understand about our journey with others, are just opportunities in time and space to one day be grateful for. 
The word Eucharist literally means thanksgiving. This Eucharist that we do in remembrance every Sunday is an exercise in gratitude even for the parts we don't want to remember. Maybe especially for the ones we don't want to remember. My mentor, the late Sister Macrina Whitaker, used to say that joy and pain are sisters that live in the same house. She taught me to pay attention to both. She taught me that joy is stronger and to feel the strength of joy, even in my sorrow. When Jesus says, this do in remembrance of me, he isn't asking for only half of our memories. Jesus, like Andre Nouwen, would have us approaching the Eucharist with burning hearts, with searching, contrite, open, imaginative, hopeful hearts. In her poem, The World I Live In, Mary Oliver writes, I have refused to live locked in the ordinary house of reason and proofs. The world I live in and believe in is wider than that. And anyway, what's wrong with maybe? You wouldn't believe what once or twice I have seen. I'll just tell you this. Only if there are angels in your head will you ever possibly see one. Saints, souls, ordinary saints, angels, a holy presence. Mysteries, yes, Mary Oliver would say. Move out of the orderly house of reasons and proofs and pay attention to the mystery. We are invited to join with the mystery at the altar this morning. Very truly I tell you, says Jesus in the Gospel of John, the hour is coming and is now here when the dead will hear the voice of the Son of God and those who hear will live. For just as the Father has life in himself, so he has granted the Son also to have life in himself. It is life, life with a capital L, that we are invited to meet at this Holy Communion altar. In our remembering, in our paying attention to our everyday lived experiences with the people with whom our lives intersect, both are joyful and painful experiences. May God teach us to honestly see ourselves, our histories, and our communities. May we, with all our ordinary saints, do holy communion together in remembrance of an abundance of love and life.